0: This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 172 of This is the G Podcast. Yes, 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 yes. Happy Earth Day weekend as we tape. It is Earth Day weekend. The Earth can... The earth cannot be pleased with, with with everything that's going on in the world. But you know what? We we are here, we are here to spread joy, cheer on this beautiful Earth Day weekend anyway. And, and some and dirt. What's that?
1: We're gonna spread some dirt.
0: Some dirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and some leaves. But uh, you know, one thing, and, and I, you know, I hate this for the people, man. I do hate it for the people. But Bed Bath and Beyond liquidation sale in a couple of days. I don't know if you oh, heard. I'm
2: ready. I'm ready.
0: Are you ready?
1: Oh, I, look, I got a bag full of coupons.
0: <laughs> yes, I hate it for the people, though, and I hope I hope they look out for the folks, you know, the associates and everything. But yeah. if you haven't heard, Bed Bath and Beyond, B- <laughs> the triple B. Is, um is going you know bankrupt and they're going out of business for good this time um, wow wow so they're closing all their stores nationwide and they are just doing a huge liquidation sale and I am not a paid endorser in any way shape or form but when the prices start going down and them little gadgets I see in there I like start popping up yes what <laughs> When I see the sharper image toys that I love up in there, I will be up in there. Yes, Brookstone, hallelujah! There you go. Yes. All right, y'all. What's up? This is the G Podcast, episode one seventy two. Got to say what's up to the one and only. She is here with the T, the Birdwire. You can catch it on demand here on Castropolis. You can catch it eight p.m. and ten p.m. Saturday and Sun. I'm sorry, Friday and Saturday, and on Saturday at noon encore. The one and only Tanya B is in the building. Tanya B. <laughs> you B., what you got? What's been going on? I mean, you know, let me say this, you B., we have not, I have not really been giving you the Boston Hawks banter because, and I'm, you know, I'm a fan. I've been around for a long time. I, you know, grew up in Atlanta, but honestly, I just want the season to be over. They're like, they're like, you know how you have bad kids who don't, who have bad grades all year and all of a sudden they got, chance, they got a chance to pull the average up to a C so that they can keep moving to the next, is you know, it's kind of like you want the badness, that the horror, the horror that th- that you feel throughout the season <laughs> to end. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? You know how they are.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Vi, like, you you
0: know, don't know, don't shake your head. You know what I'm saying. You know, you don't don't don't, don't try to get the C average in the playoffs. So we'll forget the D's
1: <laughs> and, and the F's and the, Fs. the F bombs. Okay.
0: Why are you shaking your head, Vine?
3: I <laughs> ain't showing no love for just something I, to end it. Look, but, you but just, here's the deal. You don't ever go up there and give up. They just give up.
0: No, I, try your best, but I won't be upset <laughs> if they don't advance. Because the sooner they don't advance, the sooner they can start cutting some people. Go ahead, Tanya B. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, you
1: know, it, it's like, you know, I like said, that kid that, that's trying to keep from going to summer school, but <laughs> the day has been done. <laughs> You mean like that? Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. That hey, I'm going to get to a C. So, uh, you know, I won't, Oof, I won't yeah. have to hear it. I'll be an average. I'm an average student because they. you, you talk about average. They hold a record for being like at 500 for the entire <laughs> season. They hold the NBA record, you know. So it's time to make some changes. I want some changes made. Don't be trying to, psych you know, fake us out during playoffs. No. But give it up for Tanya B one more time. I'm taking her time. Tell you b what you got
1: going on? I'm just taking my time. Um, I just want to say the Birdwire uh, last week and this uh, coming week we are uh, spotlighting the music of 19. I'm sorry, 1985. Those R&B number one hits, uh, you know, that were up tempo as well as uh, this next week we're Hit all the club joints, so you're gonna hear songs you haven't heard in a long time, like Skipworth and Turner, thinking about oh, that was my jam. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna play uh Tremaine Hawkins, who got a lot of flack when she had fall that fall down and <laughs> fall down. Yeah, they get they wanted to put her out the church now. Everybody wants to get on that chart and get in the club, Kirk Franklin, Mary Mary, everybody. Yeah, um. So, you know, all those songs, uh, even uh, British soul from across the pond. So please check it out. But one thing I do want to say, and I'll speaking of music. Hmm. I really want to shout out to um, Vanessa and Stuart at the National R&B Society. Um, Just like a lot of cities have history, Atlantic City had the history of club problem, which doesn't exist anymore. And they tomorrow will have their first induction into the um, Atlantic City R&B Walk of Fame. And the inductees will be Grover Washington, whose daughter will be there. James Brown, whose daughter will be there. Little Anthony and the Imperials, who will be there, they're still alive. And um, especially for us, the Delphonics, um, I'll be actually—I've uh, been invited to accompany Mrs. William Hart down to the ceremony, and I just thought that was a major honor.
0: Give it up. Honey. Uh-huh. Hey, hey! But I, I especially love me some Wine Light. That album. Oh. That, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That oh, Wine yeah, Light so album robot.
0: changed my life. That was fusion yeah. at its best. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right, appreciate your time, B. And he is here, y'all, representing uh, Columbus GA, the mighty, mighty Forsyth GA. He is in the building. Y'all give it up for the country commentator. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Every time I call his name, he gets choked up. He coughing again. <laughs> hey, hey, let me let me say this: somebody in if, if podcast audience, send by some cough drops. <laughs>
1: No, he needs honey and lemon and some hot water. Not whatever's in that
0: Yeah, country. bro. So, <laughs> they have been allergic to the show. <laughs> oh, you know, B, I got to tell you something. Look at Bye. that. See, I'm being nice to you this week, but go ahead.
1: Bye. Okay. Well, I'll Vice Coffin, I'll talk. You know, I saw something funny yesterday, Tommy B. Now, how long is the distance from when you drive from Atlanta, Georgia to Columbus, Georgia? Is it about an hour?
0: About an hour and a half.
1: Hour and a half. Okay. Well, I actually saw Delta Airlines with a flight and light of how long does it take to fly to Columbus, Georgia? Like <laughs> five minutes?
0: Yeah. It could be. Could I mean, depending up. on what part of Atlanta though, you know what I'm saying? Well, go ahead.
1: Well, the airport. So you got to go yeah. up to get down. I just thought that was interesting. I didn't think it was that far away.
0: Why, what, if like, I, is it an hour and a half from the airport it, what, yeah
3: about an hour and a half
0: yeah it, that's if you go on 85 back up eight, 185 to 85 to yeah. the airport right it's about an hour and a half Yeah, yeah. So.
1: oh I saw but you can fly there from Atlanta on Delta Airlines so it must it'll yeah, take you, you long yeah. to get through security park your car get on the plane that will take you to fly
3: yeah
0: hey we, hey. we do have an airport in Columbus <laughs> hey you, you know Tanya B, B they fly to Macon yeah. You know, say this that's
1: true. That's very true.
0: So that's uh, one in Macon? Yeah, yeah. There's a little regional airport. And you mm-hmm. know I think there might mm-hmm. be a regional airport in Augusta too, but definitely I know Columbus and Columbus and um and, and Macon. Definitely. Yeah.
1: That was interesting.
0: Yes, yes. All right. All right, y'all. Well, let's go ahead and do this. Let's go ahead and get into news with Syracuse Mike. We gotta, you know, this again another eventful week, but we gotta uh, kind of talk mm. about it on the other side. We'll be right back, y'all. Here we go.
2: News team. A SIMBO!
3: It's Time for the week in news with Syracuse Mike.
2: A grand jury has decided to not file charges against eight Akron police officers involved in the June 2022 shooting death of 25-year-old Jalen Walker.
0: The grand jury concluded that the officers were legally justified in their use of force.
2: That's Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost. So now, what happens to those officers? Akron Police Chief Stephen Mylan. The officers involved in the shooting will remain on administrative duties for the foreseeable future. You'll Walker was hit by gunfire 46 times his family held a press conference Monday after the decision was announced and blasted the grand jury they say they will file a civil suit Monday evening, a Missouri prosecutor's office filed charges against 84-year-old Andrew Lester in the shooting of 16-year-old Ralph Yarl. Lester, who is white, is charged with first-degree assault and armed criminal action. Yarl is black and was shot late in the evening last week at a home in Kansas City. The teen was picking up his siblings but went to the wrong address. Police say Yarl was shot after he knocked on Lester's door. Before the charges were filed, Mayor Quentin Lucas said this. This is not something that has been dismissed, marginalized, and diminished in any way. This is something that is getting the full attention of the Kansas City Police Department. There was outrage after Lester was first placed on a 24-hour investigative hold and then released pending further investigation. The teen was at first in critical condition, but has now been released from the hospital. As anticipated, Fox News has settled with Dominion, the voting machine folks who sued Fox in a $1.6 billion defamation case. Dominion accused Fox News of knowingly pushing false conspiracy theories that blame the voting technology company for rigging the 2020 presidential election against Donald Trump. The settlement amount? A little less than half. $787.5 million. The settlement came just hours before trial testimony, which would have likely featured several high-profile Fox News personalities, including Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson. His Dominion CEO, John Polis. Fox has admitted to telling lies about Dominion that caused enormous damage to my company, our employees, and the customers that we serve. Nothing can ever make up for that. The network in a statement said they acknowledged the court's rulings, finding certain claims about Dominion to be false. Dominion attorney Justin Nelson said, The truth matters. Lies have consequences. We learned the sad news Wednesday morning that singer and guitarist Otis Redding III had died from cancer. He was just 59 years old. The son of the iconic soul singer formed the group The Reddings with his brother Dexter and cousin Mark Lockett. They produced several hits of their own including Remote Control, Hand Dance and Call the Law. As a solo act, Otis Redding III continued to perform around the world. He was known locally for his charity work as president of the Area Meals on Wheels program and for working with St. Jude and his family's own Otis Redding Foundation. Redding will be remembered by many in our community as a nice guy with a big smile. Several media outlets are reporting that President Biden will formally kick off his re-election bid with the release of a video next week. The announcement is expected on Tuesday, according to a number of sources. Five people, including three teenagers, have now been arrested and faced murder charges in connection to the mass shooting at a weekend Sweet 16 party in Dadeville, Alabama. Four people were killed and dozens were injured. An Auburn 19-year-old Willie Brown Jr. was arrested Thursday. Earlier in the day, 20-year-old Johnny Brown of Tuskegee was arrested. 20-year-old Wilson Hill Jr. of Auburn was taken into custody Wednesday afternoon. The first arrest took place Tuesday night. Two Tuskegee brothers... Tyreek McCullough, 17, and Travis McCullough, 16, were arrested at that time. Authorities have not announced a motive, although it appears they may have some information. The NFL suspended five players for violating the league's gambling policy. Four of the players are from the Detroit Lions. The league suspended Lions receivers Jamison Williams, Quintez Cephas, Stanley Berryhill, and safety C.J. Moore. Washington defensive end Shaka Tony was also suspended. If Quintez Cephas sounds familiar, it's because he was a star at Macon Stratford Academy. Cephas, Moore, and Tony were all suspended indefinitely and can apply for reinstatement after the 2023 season.
0: Yeah, Vi, we were talking about this, um, you know, before we got started with these NFL guys. You know, ultimately, um, you know, I look at it like when there's smoke and fire, there's more smoke and fire. OK, <laughs> it is. You know what I'm saying? So so I, I just don't think I, I think it's just scratching the surface right now. You know, I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and you, you agree, Tonya B.? With that,
1: yeah. Uh, 110%. I think there'll be more names released. I think, you know, this is not the end of it at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a serious deal, especially when, you know, if you're in there voting on, not necessarily even if you're not voting on your own team, if you're voting within the sport. But we got to get some clarification on that. I'm going to look that up. But bottom line is, you know, contractually, you're not supposed to be doing what you got caught doing. So, you know, they have every right, right. And, you know, you lose six games within a season. Oof. Wow. You know, that's that's pretty much, uh, you know, that's going to kill whatever bonus opportunities you had to make in your position. It's going to hurt your team. And these coaches, man, when it comes down and to these, next year. What's that? Go ahead.
3: Right. And, and these are not uh, star players. These yeah, are also ran players. So they might not even have a job.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. They may just cut them. Before yeah, they didn't got the six
3: games. Yeah. These ain't got these ain't got to have players now. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh on, on these other, I wanna just roll through some of the other things Mike mentioned because there's some other things that that we didn't get in before the deadline. But Jalen Walker, just unfortunate, uh, in Akron, forty six shots. He was hit forty six times. And even though they're not gonna charge the police, his family is pursuing civil charges. So expect a civil case in that situation. Vancouver. Yeah, whoever, but you know, forty-six times. I mean, somebody's going to have to. You know, there's 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 going to be something. You know,
1: but she you know Tommy, B., at what point do you stop shooting? Because the person is not a threat. At, you know, after the if you you can shoot somebody one time and it not be a threat, but forty that means they must have really bad aims. To yeah. them. Forty six shots. That's crazy.
3: He got I
0: mean, hit forty six times. They, they were more. They didn't
3: have bad aim. They hit him. For, they hit him forty six times. They had good aim.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> heard
1: sometimes. they shot.
0: I heard, I heard yeah. Heard unfortunately. Shot. I'm not laughing. I'm just. I'm, I hear, you're right. You're I right. Heard they, shot times. The
1: they, they shot seventy. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. They shot seventy times, but
0: I mean they hit
3: him forty six times. Yeah. That's I mean, crazy. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, how many times you got to shoot a man to realize he ain't no threat no more?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. And if you if you think if Fox thinks they're getting away. Um, you know, think twice because there are other lawsuits coming, um, you know, and and the, the whole Fox situation saved Tucker Carlson, Hannity and a few other people from having to go yeah. on the stand because it was like it's right it. to the minute. You know, go ahead. Yeah. Because
3: they were going to have to go on the stand. Yeah, we knew it was lying. Yeah. We knew it was untrue.
0: Yeah. And and I'm telling but- you, the other lawsuits might force their hand. So this is going to be, you know, still interesting to watch. Tanya B, go ahead.
1: Isn't that? I mean, if they got on the stand and said anything else but that, then they become guilty of perjury, correct? Yeah,
0: yeah Because right. the, the the issue is, they've got the text messages, they've got the emails, they've they've got the recorded conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, so pretty much, you called dead to right. Yeah, yeah.
3: It was it was mm-hmm. made You got Tucker. They said Tucker saying, "I can't stand Trump."
0: <laughs> I'm good. <"Dude>, what? Yeah. <laughs> <I have> Never another- <laughs> <laughs> Would you? <laughs> But you, I mean, you on TV, he, you're on TV kissing, him. kissing, butt. <laughs> loving him and death, but loving them in there, but you can't stand and wish he to lose. Yeah.
3: Really? But you tell us everything else.
0: Yeah. But you know, a lot of folks and the way they look at it, I I heard uh one uh commentator uh call say that uh you know Dominion took this settlement so these other uh folks could come in with possibly even more damning evidence. So, you know, so, so they, they are, you know, they know exact, they knew exactly what they were doing by just getting out of the way and taking the settlement. So we'll see how it goes. The other thing, and and I got to say rest in power to Otis uh, Redding, the third, I had a chance to work with him when I was spending my time in Macon and he was just, you know, an awesome guy, just like Mike said, really nice guy, cared about the community, very involved in the community, um, you know, had beat one battle uh, of cancer before and and, and had and he succumbed to, you know, another cancer at 59 years old. Young guy, just young, you know. And, and for our generation, you know, the, the Redding's remote control. And you definitely remember hand dance because we were, you know, we were, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. at Troy. Uh, and, and, and you talked about what was called the law? Uh, yeah. You know, that's that's kind of like for our generation. You know, Otis definitely was parents, parents. And we got, you know, the residual of that growing up in our parents' house. But, you know, uh, the Reddings with their hits, you know, that's definitely the heart of our generation. Go ahead, Tony B. You
1: know what else? I got to say shout out to Miss Zelma Redding. Absolutely. She raised some amazing children yeah, as yeah. a single mother for almost their entire life. Cause were I mean, they were like little goobers and like tots when their father passed away.
0: Yeah. So true. So true. So definitely condolences to, to Mrs. Elman and, and Carla and Dexter, uh, the, the entire family, you know, Rogers Redding, uh, Otis's brothers is, is down there making, um, but, um, you know, I think they've already had the, the services as we take today. Um, but, uh, definitely uh, rest in power. Otis Redding, the third, um, the, the other thing, I, I you know, we've already talked about the gambling. This Alabama shooting, uh, the arrest via you that's you it. know, you and I drove up and down eighty five when they were calling out the cities. I'm like, that's straight up eighty five, you know, from Auburn, Skegee, right? You know, um, you know, to this city, which is you know near Opelika. Uh, they're gonna find out why these guys did what they did they don't they're not gonna get away with this it's too small of a town uh so so I expect to hear more about you know these these shootings the story is going to be coming out I would I would say very, fairly soon now that they've been arrested you know go ahead
1: you know it's a shame when they said a 16 and 17 year old oh. have been arrested so far
3: yeah that horrible yeah. Five kids been arrested right now.
1: Five. Yeah. No. But I'm not saying. But you know, I'm like, oh my goodness, could have. Been. I'm like, I uh, again, I'm just gonna call a thing a thing. When I heard that one of them was named Tariq, I immediately thought this and not this.
0: Yeah. 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 You know,
1: and that's sad. But yeah, what was the reason? It's like, Inquiring minds want to know.
0: But the stories I'm, are going. Stories are gonna come out. The stories are coming. And, oh, <laughs> and it's like the kids that got killed
3: were, were good kids. Yeah. Kids who ha- actually had problems going to college. Yeah. Oh, scholarships, yeah. academic scholarships, mm-hmm. athletic scholarships, them kind of kids, them the kind of kids that would kill. I'm going, wow.
0: Yeah, this wasn't like a gangland shootout. Uh, wow. yeah, yeah, I agree. Agree. And and again, I hope I hope the truth comes out. Just a couple of things Mike didn't get into. Um we don't have an update on the NAACP Middle Georgia's uh, GBI uh request uh for an investigation, but we'll keep you abreast on what's going on with that. Uh, we did hear that the guy left town. Uh, what we're hearing is he left town, <laughs> and after the church canceled the facility he was using. So I don't know if that's true or not. That's alleged. You know, we don't we don't know if that's true. But but a lot of folks say he's 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 cut, kind of cut and run. Um, the other thing, you know, we talk about all these shootings, and what I was hearing this week uh, when when Washington State. Uh, move to become the tenth state to ban assault weapons in sales this week. You know, I'm I'm kind of thinking that the path to gun control is probably going to be local and state. Uh, I don't see anything happening with Congress. Um, you know, there's too much gridlock, too many games being played. But on the state level, uh, I think the states are probably going to be moving forward. Uh, it's disappointing when you hear Tennessee, after all those kids were shot, that what they did was pass a law protecting. The gun industry. Now, that is just amazing that they would do something. Go ahead. It's the money. Yeah.
1: It's it's the money. And I said, there's a very public list. And you have people like Ted Cruz who are accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And he gets $2 million a year from the NRA. He is not going to go against them because that's going to cut into his purse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But you hear this this situation that passed in Tennessee was on the local. You know, this is yeah. this is the, the local state. It, yeah. And it starts
1: at the local levels. That's
3: the crazy thing about but, it. He's only doing something because it affected him. Yeah. It's actually people, it's actually people that he know got killed.
0: Yeah. 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 The other thing, um, and, and this is unfortunate. And you know, again, we have people who listen in Alabama, we have people who listen in Mississippi in, in Mississippi. Uh, you know, voting or failing to vote. Has consequences And I'm here to tell you I say this every time You know Elections have consequences And on Friday The NAACP filed a lawsuit Challenging two new Mississippi Statutes that represent A pretty much a white takeover Of a majority Mm -hmm. black city Jackson, Mississippi Uh, The bills are SB 2343 And HB 1020 Uh, There's a lot of information on this I'll post it on the podcast notes but it's ugly, and and um, you know this is you're talking about the uh, the majority, the the blackest city in the state of Mississippi, and Mississippi is 38 percent black itself, and the lowest voter turnout, you know, and and the lowest registration of voters, and mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm here the same thing with Tennessee. You got the the lowest voter turnout and the lowest registration. And and I, I just don't know. I mean, some people I'll ask, I'm like, well, why don't these folks vote? Why don't they and and you know a lot of people point to education. It's an education issue. But when you know somebody's got their foot on your neck, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and you refuse to do anything about it, I don't I'm know not... what, what can I do to help. You? I mean, there's nothing we can do to help you. You know? So <laughs> There's, I mean, you got to you got to eventually look out for yourself. So if you're, you know, Mississippi, Tennessee, you know, even you know Georgia came out with the two Senate races. You know, we upped our game, you know, in terms of you know voter turnout, voter registration. But man, these other Louisiana, these other Southern states, man, Alabama is horrible. So it, it's, I'm telling you, these there are more Republican super majorities. In the South than ever before, nationally than ever before. So that's all I need to say. Y'all see what's going on in Florida? <laughs> Desantis Desantis gonna build jail jails next to Disney. <laughs> the jail, yeah, He's that vindictive. The happiest <laughs> place on earth.
1: Well, that's why I caught on fire last night. <laughs> what
3: well, did? But this, he would like they said if Disney <laughs> leave, no. if Disney. If Disney ever leave Florida, they'd be it. It, it, it is shattered.
0: Look, let me tell you, it, it, it's amazing to me that they haven't said we're planning on leaving. They haven't yeah. thrown that threat right. out there, right?
3: So it's shattered.
0: It's it's the largest employer in the state,
1: and I'm sure it generates a lot of income <laughs> revenue for the state, especially on the tax level. I, it, hey, look, if, if Disney were to pick up and move out of Florida, the unemployment.
3: Yeah. The shot. The shot. Yeah.
0: Well, they say they, they say, you know, Disney gets a lot of, or had a lot of tax breaks with the new situation that DeSantis put in place. I'm not sure if that's still the case, but I'm, I'm here to tell you that threatening the happiest place on Earth with building jails next to it. You know that, that just, not <laughs> that's not smart. That just, you know, for me, I mean, you know, you think about it. If you got kids, when you had kids and think about, let's say you're planning on going to Disney, you know, you staying at the resort and there's a prison within sight of the resort. I have an idea. (laughs) It's bad enough. Hey, hey, it's bad enough. You got the gators, you know, (laughs) snatching people. (laughs) But now, you oh. you know, it's just sad. Go ahead, Tony. Yes. Ben.
1: Bill Jaya next to Mar-a-Lago.
0: <laughs> no, that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> that no, ain't going to happen. Maybe, maybe.
3: <laughs> like one guy, I think, what, what that guy named the big dude, the Republican, he said it. he's, I'm, he's I wonder, is uh, Santana a Republican, <laughs> the way he acted against business? <laughs> Whew, he, That's all. He's hmm. Republican. Republican will be the businessman friend. Are you not, you're not yeah. their friend? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Yeah, oh, it, it's teacher. I mean, it, it's 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 un- unfortunate to see um, a guy, a politician who's supposed to be working in the best interest of the people having a public vendetta with a company, you know, really a high profile, you know, battle yeah, the, vendetta against Disney is just but, not good. But the, the people are supporting him. They let him get away with it. Yeah. And again, Vi, you know what I got to say? Elections <laughs> have consequences, man when they when you know uh, that's all I'm, I'm you know voter registration <laughs> vote you know but there you go all right y'all with uh with that uh we're not gonna take a break we're just gonna go right into it here
3: we go now then children it's time for tea it's tea time y'all sipping the tea with tanya b, tanya b what you
0: got what you got
1: okay i'll just say this you know we're still keeping um actor jamie fox in jail there are so many conflicting stories that are out there his family or his reps won't officially admit to his condition but you know if you re- read between the lines and just what you see you probably say it sounds like some level of a stroke or a brain bleed now there's one story floating around allegedly i don't make the news i just reported um and all you gotta do is google this Um, said that he had to get emergency surgery. They had to crack his skull and do something. But the thing that's helping him is that he got the best immediate care he could have. Doctors, medications, things along that line. And now, you know, I've heard he's gone from the hospital ICU to a rehabilitation center. And that, you know, while he was going through that other drama over in the UK, trying to film Back in Action, which is a movie he was uh, finishing up in Georgia, that he had been complaining of severe headaches. I was like, if you have a severe headache, please, 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 in the name of all things Oli and James Brown, go seek medical attention. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy D had a headache. Yes. A lot of people have headaches. And that is one of the main signs. And, and you, you don't really know what your family health history is, if you're predisposed to that type of thing, or just a great deal of stress can bring on that type of situation. So we just keep them in our prayers. And you know, hopefully, they'll tell us what's really going on.
0: Hey, you know what, Tanya B, I heard, really, that you know Cameron Diaz, who's in the movie, her friends really, because she came out of retirement to do the movie, yeah. Uh, a lot of folks were like, they, they've had so many problems with the movie on the set. It's just been probably, I guess, you know, from what I've been hearing, like a nightmare filming. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Her yeah. friends
0: have been telling her, hey, you need to quit this. You need to quit this. I mean, so, yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, the whole thing is cursed, so- it sounds like. But go ahead.
1: She is sorry that she came out of retirement for this right here, this yeah. right here. It's
0: crazy. Mm-mm. It's
1: crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, also, you know, Janet Jackson is on her Together Again tour. It's already kicked off the last week or so. And that's going to be prominently featured in that documentary that's coming to Lifetime as she goes on tour celebrating 50 years in the entertainment industry and allegedly trying to get the band back together like Elwood and the Blues Brothers. But, you know, you will see Jackie, Marlon, Tito, Randy. You will not see Jermaine because Jermaine and Randy don't get along. Because Jermaine stole Wendy's wife, married her, had kids. So those, those kids are like brother cousins so to speak. So you won't see Jermaine and um, the early reviews of the of Janet's show where, you know, she gives you the entertainment factor. You got the lights, camera action, you've got body, you've got face, you've got amazing costumes. Uh, the clips are all over the internet. But people are a little upset because they say we didn't pay $2,000 to go in there and watch Janet lip sync the entire show. And people are complaining that the high level of lip syncing is taking away from the overall presentation.
0: But hasn't she always... <laughs> Damn. No, she no she has but I mean her and, on, her and Paula Abdul for
3: good.
1: Man, no, let me tell you something. I mean, it's almost like allegedly. You know, it, <laughs> allegedly, sorry. yeah. It's like lip-syncing on Soul Train or American Bandstand. It's it's gotten really it's like, "Girl, why are you trying to adjust the mic? It ain't turned on," but that's just, you know.
0: Yeah. I hate to hear and, that. And, and,
1: yeah. It is uh, a just, shame I mean, Come on, Dan. It, enjoy
3: your show. You
0: but paid, you know, I, I just I when I when I saw she was coming back out, I, I said that because you know recently even Paula Abdul got dragged for coming out doing something I forgot um, on on you know some kind of uh, I don't know kind of Let tribute to her her, Paula Ab- her hits. Paula-
1: Paula <laughs> Abzul was even lip-syncing when she was tap-dancing. So, okay? Let, let's, let's call a thing a thing here. I, you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Okay. And now we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Uh A bevy of Beckys have come forward and there are more to come forward, allegedly making accusations against actor Jonathan Major. Now the DA is getting involved and I just say this dude's got problems. Um, He may lose two major movie deals he has on the table. One is King the Conqueror because the Marvel Universe don't take that. They are no nonsense. And I'm hearing that uh, Damson Idris straight off of the show Snowfall may be replacing him uh, in some of those movies, uh, his Jonathan Majors PR firm dropped him, his management company dropped him, and even the luxury brand Valentino dropped him as his spokesperson. Yeah. And people are like, well, just giving the side eye to who are these dumb donkey attorneys that released all those text messages because that girl that claimed that she was so abused by him has now been caught on video. There are receipts everywhere out there partying like it was 1999, like she had never had any issue at all. So I think she was just a woman scorned and she's looking for a paycheck. But, yeah. you know, somebody has an ax to grind. There are more people that are going to come out. But the one thing that I find really upsetting, especially as we talked about the loss of Otis Redding III, is that Jonathan Major will not be portraying the late soul singer in the on um, this upcoming biopic, and he even got disinvited to the Met Gala. So you know they are done with wow. him.
0: And you know he's uh, he's he he was perfect for the Otis uh, biopic. He was he had the look. But but let me say, and I, and I'll say this because a lot of people are are comparing him. You know Dana White, Vi, uh e- UFC. You know he yeah. sl- he slapped his wife like mm-hmm. sl- on on camera, and basically nothing was done about it. I mean, I think he apologized, but nobody's, you know, he's just kind of well, doing his own thing. You know, you're own, When you're your own Aeroid. boss. <laughs> you own the when, company. You're, when, when you own the
3: company, what can you do?
0: Hey, you know what? <laughs> like Vince, <you> <laughs> Vince McMahon. <laughs> you know, he got caught. So, yeah, I'm just saying. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, I still say this. I mean, you, you know, probably when I first said, let's wait, He's losing too much now. I just don't think he can. Yeah. It. It's, it's just like, yeah. Folks, somebody knows something.
1: <laughs> oh, <No>, because <laughs> you know? I mean, a, a situation like being in a is a big deal to anybody's career. It doesn't really matter what level you're on. Yeah. But, you know, that is like, you know, the money shot. And he definitely, he's missed it. I know, uh, yes, he's being quiet, but. It's like you know, he needs to be quiet and maybe just go away. He needs to go consult with Nate Parker and Isaiah Washington and people like that. Because um, you know, if your PR firm drops you and your management drops you, and, yeah. you know, he was about to make a big bag, then Dang. you know that there's probably a little more to this story, but again, the allegations are out there, there are more people coming forward and the damage has unfortunately been done.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. Yep. No matter
1: go. how much he apologizes.
0: Yeah. What you got next, Tonya? B?
1: Okay, I want to we talk about this, and this is for the young people because I'm uh, honestly I don't care about this girl, but um, Carisha, young Miami. I don't know whether she's a singer, rapper, or she just somebody. She just a uh, mm. uh, okay. Um, she is officially allegedly again finally allegedly broken up with Diddy you know too many kids and this new baby mama's in the way and I guess she's moving on from being the 10th wheel or is he 7 8 yeah the 10th wheel um and I guess she's found somebody else to give her a hundred thousand dollars a month to go shopping but I hope she's just saved that money that Puffy allegedly was giving her and uh, now he gave her all that money now he can't try to buy BET but um, I hear something interesting that I was brought to my attention, it's called Three Degrees of Diddy and you know um, now that he's on the, the uh, men from a major health crisis, Al will be sure is again talking about the foul play he suspects in the death of Kim Porter, Puffy's baby mama, and how she was running from someone or something, and he told her she needed to call the FBI, so it must have been serious. But let's just, just think about this. People that were around at the inception of Puffy's career. Most of them encountered him, and they're either dead or writing books. Kim Porter was writing a bombshell book. She passed away. Heavy D, around Diddy at Uptown Records, he passed away. Andre Harrell, around Diddy at Uptown Records, he passed away. Al B. Shore almost passed away. <laughs> It's not funny, but, I mean, think about it.
0: No. You know? Now, remain si- I'm going to remain silent. Well, if it's true, it don't <laughs> <if it, laughs> <remain a> work. <laughs> if, it, if it's true, Abby, need to be quiet. That's no, what I'm saying. I get the message.
1: Look, he might be getting a visit. Was there some reason why he was in that coma for mm, three months? But here's a gag. Yeah. Um, Allegedly, uh, Kim's family is upset because they don't, they claim they don't see the twins that Kim had with Buffy, now, or the son Christian, who's he's you know he's grown. Uh, they don't see them enough, and that they may be trying to sue for wrongful death. But my, who are they gonna sue? They don't really have concrete proof that Diddy did anything, um, unless they try to find some fault with the EMTs or you know the, whoever. You know, found her deceased. I don't know how much of a leg they have to stand on, but um, you know, it's just unfortunate to yeah. see you have some children that have lost their mother. So, you well, know, Diddy's a so
0: billionaire; he's gonna move on, and we won't well, be he, hearing about well, the story anymore. Oh, got the reality already moved on.
1: Diddy, plus seven, another check. Cha ching, cha ching. Um, also, want to say congratulations to uh, Legend Roberta Flack. And Usher Baby, they are both uh, recipients this year of honorary doctorate degrees from the Berkeley School of Music in my hometown of Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, I guess Roberta will have someone come to um, you know accept on her behalf because of her recent health challenges, and Usher is still doing it. They say that he is on his way to becoming the true king of Las Vegas. He has extended his residency again through October of this year. So somebody buying tickets.
0: Definitely good for Usher, because he gets it. He gets it. He gets the concept. He he's embraced the style, you know, and 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 the people have embraced him. So hey, think about it. Him. You can
1: one place, you don't have to pick up and move from one city to the next, one night after night after night. You don't have to, you know, he can still get vocal rest. You don't have to worry about different climates and in and, and the weather and getting sick. So yeah. you know what? I'd do it if I can work a few days a week. Why do you think boys and men stayed in Vegas as long as they did? Absolutely. They get it. And it may,
3: may, the money's good.
0: Yeah, it is. <laughs>
3: Excellent. <Yeah>. And <laughs> and he, and he's staying free.
0: Yeah, so true. And, so eat, true. and eating
1: free. <laughs> How so that? Yeah.
0: Buffets for days. There you go.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you know, Archer gets like executive room service. They, they don't tell him what's on the menu. He tells them what's going <laughs> to be on the menu for him <laughs> and the childrens.
0: So, so true. He's got four kids. He's
1: got the two boys from the marriage to Tamika. And let's see his, did he marry that? I think he, he, I don't know if he married the girl, but she's got two kids. So uh, she's got four kids under the age of maybe uh, 15.
0: Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. Appreciate you, Tommy B. Appreciate you. Let's go ahead and do this. What you watching this week, Tommy B? (laughs) Hey, y'all got two big watches and a rethink your watch. Um, Evil Dead had a chance to check this out. In studios this week, it's the in in the theater this week. Not in my studio because it's not at home. It is in in, in um, at the at theater only. It's the fifth installment of the Evil Dead franchise. It's a, they got a new director, a guy named Lee Cronin, and and the movie just kind of give you. I'm not going to tell you anything deep about the movie. Just that it follows these two sisters, Beth and Ellie. They reunite after a long time. Ellie's a single mother living in this horrible Los Angeles high rise and they're about to shut the high rise down because it's about to be condemned. Um, However, their reunion is cut short when they find the book of the dead in the building's basement. I'm not even going to go into it. It's just so crazy the way the book is found, but I'll just leave it at that for you to go see it. And it unleashes, of course, the flesh possessing demons and uh, the sisters find themselves in this battle. I'm telling y'all, Uh, If you remember the old school evil dad, it is much more menacing, (laughs) you know, much more evil. There ain't nothing because it used to be a little funny. It ain't, there ain't no humor in it. But let me tell you a few things. Bruce Campbell, if you know Bruce Campbell, who was the original, one of the original stars uh, in the movie, his career has lasted and lasted. As a matter of fact, he's been Appearing, he was appearing in the Tobey Maguire Superman movies and some Marvel movies. Uh, he's known as Ash in the original Walking Dead. He and the original director Sam Raimi are executive producers of the movie, so it's really good and true to the concept of Evil Dead. As someone who's seen them, seen just about all of them. Number two, if you are screamish or, or squeamish, if you are, and you don't like gore. And you don't like blood, this is not for you. They use what 6.5 thousand liters of fake blood to make this movie. They if they use so much blood, what? they use it's fake blood, but they use so much fake blood, they had to actually build their own kitchen to build to, to make the blood. They couldn't order it fast enough.
1: The K syrup, it, it sold out. Yeah, yeah. Saying.
0: They they couldn't the order it. They had to get okay. their own, they had to create their own kitchen to create the fake blood. Okay. Uh number three is there's gonna be there, there's based on what you see is why are you shaking your head, Vi? Are you going? <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> I was like, no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a sequel, uh, without a doubt. Uh you know, I could see a few sequels out of this. It's a whole new franchise. Uh and again, four, if if you if you went to see the Evil Dead movies, the early movies, and it was kind of funny, you know how the animatronics, animatronics, and, and the crazy, you know, the like the old Sinbad, you know, animatronics kind of stuff. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh, uh-uh. This is very real. You know, jump scares. Uh, you know, no. I mean, it is, I give it a B because it's, you know, solid roller coaster, uh, theater chair clinching B. <laughs> Holding on. You know, you know, talking to the screen, black people, B. You know what I'm saying? Girl, don't go there. No, girl, stop. (laughs) What you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, it is is a talking to the screen, solid B. I give it that. Also, y'all, Alan Hughes is back. And and, and the Hughes brothers, my favorite directors of the 90s. He is the director of the Tupac Shakur documentary, uh, and, and he's really pulled together just a phenomenal cast of, uh, you know, a slate of producers, you know, from Quincy Jones. I mean, I could go down, I mean, just everybody is involved in this. Uh, the rappers from Eminem, Snoop, Dre, um, you know, and all the acquaintances who knew uh, Tupac and his mom. Dear Mama is uh, the five-part docuseries, and, and I will tell you, I was not going to watch it and I decided I said let me pop this on because you know how it is Tanya B you got you know Biggie versus Tupac who killed Tupac who, who killed, killed who? Biggie they've been doing them for years but let me tell you if if you if if you've kind of been in fatigue over watching a lot of these types of documentaries about who killed who this Dear Mama uh doc is refreshing and it really, it's masterfully narrated. Um, you know, it tells the story of him as an actor, a rapper, uh, an activist, an icon, uh, but pr- primarily against the relationship he had with his, uh, you know, the Black Panther mother. Uh, and, and as they really battle America. So I got to give it up to, to Hughes. Uh, this is, and I'm a huge fan. Of, of Alan Hughes and the Hughes brothers from yeah. from when they did Dead President, Dead Presidents, and uh, what's the other? I've um, got uh, Book of Eli, <laughs> Menace to Society. Uh, yeah. You know, they've always been my favorite directors, and Alan Hughes has really done some excellent work, and this is by far, I don't know if he's done, done any other docu- documentaries, but this is probably by far his best, some of his best work. Uh, very unique perspective. Uh, I don't know if you know, but the actual uh, Tupac estate, the estate, chose him to do this. And Tanya B, you remember, you remember why Hughes would shouldn't have, or you would have thought he wouldn't have done this, because back in the day, Tupac and Alan and the Hughes brothers had beef because big, they had big beef, big beef because. Big- what happened was um, the Hughes brothers used to direct his music videos. As a matter of fact, they talk about picking him up at the airport. They, they really knew Tupac well. And it came down to Minutes to society, and I think the role that they were looking to have Tupac play, Tupac didn't like the role. He wanted the role rewritten. They agreed, they said, no, we're not going to do it. Tupac didn't get the role. So Tupac and his 10 boys beat their ass. I mean, like literally. (laughs) That
1: was back in the the day when rappers, like remember the Wu-Tang, they would do it. They got away with it back then now. Today, that would not happen.
0: And they sued Tupac. As a matter of fact, Tupac did jail time over this. So so when um, there's an interesting article in Rolling Stone where he talks about, you know, really doing a deep soul search. And making a decision to do this. He said the estate approached him and he turned it down. And Tupac's aunt, uh, his mother's sister, uh, who he knew, uh, called him up and, and they talked to him and, and he he decided to go with it. But it is really I was impressed. Uh it's a great documentary. First two episodes are on Hulu right now, and a new episode comes out every Friday. Bye, have you seen it? Have you had a chance to check it out? You were nope, at yeah, it is because I got a because I got a question to ask. Yeah, go ahead.
3: So did they prove that Tupac is
0: dead? <laughs> well, you know, that's <laughs> assumed, brother.
1: Oh, Tupac <laughs> is alive and living on the oh, Cayman Islands. No, right. I think I saw a picture. He's in the Kingdom, he's in well, the Kingdom well, Islands. Let, let
0: me let me say this, okay? I've only seen the first two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe by F maybe, but but I'm I'm telling you. Let me say that when you watch this, especially with what we're going through in the country right now, and, and in the in-depth conversations they have with the Black Panthers who knew Afeni, uh, you know, knew Tupac at birth, his god, his godfather. You know, it is just so—I mean, incredible in terms of the number of because you don't see a lot of these people in other docs, in other in other docs about Tupac. But the people who come forward to speak and talk about him—I mean, his drama teacher from California, both of his former managers—it's just wow.
3: Go ahead. It just tells you the image that he put on. his said that he really, we really didn't know Tupac.
0: But let me say, I'm going to say this because when Tupac hit big. <laughs> I was older, you know, I think, you know, for the most part, when Tupac was big and you were like, you know, that 13 to to 17, 18, you know, college, he meant a whole lot more. But you see, if you were older back then and you didn't understand the, you know, why people embraced him so much, look at it now and you'll understand why he had this iconic cult following and, and I will tell you that, you know, I, you know you, I was in the industry, you were in the industry, Tanya B, but, but you know, we, we, we would see firsthand how people reacted to him, even when he was doing, um, you know, the uh, digital underground projects, you know, but the guy was so deep. He was, and, and he was like really focused on impacting young people. He would say it over and over again not just black, you know, young people, but, but Hispanic, white. He wanted to impact young people. He would get in front of a lot of the elders and just go off. He said, look, my people, I have to talk to them in this way. And he'd be like, you know, going off. But he would be saying to them, nobody's reading your books. <laughs> you know, my, my generation gets it through my music and through my lyrics. You know, you need to understand what I'm doing. You need to understand the influence I have. And we need to work together to help these kids. And you know how, you know how it is, the older generation. Yeah. You know, you know, they were, they were against a lot of this stuff. Tell him. And the worst thing they did in some of these meetings where they filmed, because the state has the actual meetings that he's been in. And the worst thing they could do is say, calm down. When they said calm down, it was like a trigger to that dude. <laughs> he's just like BAM. But, any, but anyway, it is on two episodes already out, five episodes total, uh, an episode a week, every Friday. Check it out. And, and this thing, this is the last thing I'll talk about when it comes down to um, what what I'm watching, because I watched it and I was really um, impressed by it. But this David Cho thing that came up in Beef, the the Netflix series Beef, David Cho... Uh, which I wasn't aware he was a well-known graffiti artist back in the day. He actually got a ton of money. I'm talking like a hundred plus million dollars for decorating Facebook's campus. And back then he had a podcast where he went on and basically admitted to sexually assaulting a black masseuse, a mixed race masseuse. And the revelation, even back then when it came out, they basically uh, a lot of folks were saying, hey, we need to separate ourselves from him. He needs to give that money back to Facebook. Facebook needs to take down all. I mean, so it it's not anything new. Go back to 2014. But fast forward to this where the stars of Beef wanted him included in the project. If you've seen Beef, he plays the cousin, the problematic cousin. And a lot of folks are saying, look, the y'all knew <laughs> what you were getting into when you bought him on so now these this podcast the audio is resurfacing it's kind of like round 2 so here's an asian guy on a podcast talking about how he sexually um assaulted a black masseuse and the uh, you know and I'll just you know I won't go into what he said exactly but the lady said who uh, his co-host said oh so you are a rapist and so he said yeah kind of i guess he said i'm just kind of like the perfect rapist you know, well, but, but people say he was joking. He was only kidding. He said he was Whatever. joking. Yeah. Keep,
1: right. If he were black, like he'd that. have been in jail already, please. please. You know, he
0: said he was joking, but when you listen to it, it doesn't sound like a joke. Okay. So, so now a lot of people are rethinking whether or not they want to watch beef. Uh, as I mentioned before, beef is up for a lot of Emmys. It's, it, it's, um, it's slated to actually do really well at the upcoming Emmy Awards and. You know, uh, w- what we're hearing allegedly is a lot of the voters, the ones who vote, are really taking it off their list. So we'll see how it goes down. It's interesting how Netflix is going to handle it in terms of keeping it on the platform. Um, but but it's really <coughs> interesting because, you know, so you know how social media, it's just, I mean, a- skewing them, lighting them up, lighting them up. Right. A couple of things and, you know, just some leftovers. Um you know, Meg Thee Stallion is going to be on L Magazine's May twenty third, May 2023, twenty twenty three issue. But, but I wanted to ask you, Tanya B, is and, and Vi, you might be able to help me out with this. Is he dating? Is she dating Travis Kelsey for real of the Chiefs? Is that the real deal? Oh no! Know that. <laughs> I I think because the rumors out there allegedly that's that... not fair. <laughs> not <excited. laughs> well, you know. Hey, his his ex his ex is a sister. So, I don't care. <laughs> not fair.
3: The dude won a Super Bowl ring, and no, it's not fair. It's not I, fair. I thought
1: Meg was dating somebody else, not not one of the Kelseys.
0: Well, the rumor, the rumor, and and, and I don't know. That was back in early. I, <laughs> I just asked. I just thought I'd ask. Uh, going on, going right along. I don't know if you uh, did. You mention Martin. Martin got the. You know, you mentioned Martin Star on the, on the Hollywood Walk of Martin Fame. Martin Star on
1: the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, he, he got. You know congrats and, to and Martin. I get, I'm surprised he's
0: just not getting it, though. Go ahead.
1: No, I get it. I get it. I get it. But I think the whole, the prestige of that, of that honor and that accolade has been diminished because as long as you give them $50,000, Boo Boo yeah. the Fool can get a star on the walk and Fame. now it's just a money grab. It, That's it why is. they them to people like Ashanti. No tea, no shade. Yeah. But, honey, you know.
0: Well, I'm I'm you know, glad. I'm just glad Martin's getting deserved. But, but yeah, yeah. wow. no, I mean,
1: no, he has more of a body of work than Ashanti. Come on now.
0: Yeah, agreed, agreed. Also, um, Erica Badu, this is crazy. Help me out here. Erica Badu and 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 Yaslin Bay, which you know is most deaf. Yeah. They're going on a 25 city tour.
1: Yeah, it's called something like, I don't know, Junk in My Basement tour. And she's taking her daughter Puma with her. And Puma is, I don't know who, which baby daddy she's from. Uh, No,
0: that's Andre. That's Andre 3000, I think. That is, I can't
1: keep up. It's her. yeah. So yeah, Puma who looks just like her mother. And she can Mm -hmm. sing, so she'll be out there with her mother too.
0: Yeah. A couple couple more leftovers from from TV. Uh, One of my favorite shows uh, last season was reasonable doubt they they've been renewed for season 2 and Morris, oh, Morris Chestnut, Chestnut is going to be joining and, and I'm excited about that cuz cuz season 1 I mean it was I, I Jax, the the attorney is one of my favorite shows uh Abbott Elementary uh, Janelle James is on the cover of variety and and she said some stuff about Dave Chappelle I'm just waiting to see, I'm waiting to see how Dave comes back on that uh, and also you know Tanya B., the the FKA Twigs, Shia LaBeouf thing has been put off again. I You know, they just keep kicking this can down the road, you know. Um, and it you
1: know was, yeah, they're kicking it down the road. Other women who do not have the same complexion as FKA Twigs have come forward. And then there's some poor woman is out there popping out babies by Shia LaBeouf. So now he's got some mini-me's out there. And that's kind of scary.
0: Well, Shy, it's just, you know, the whole Shia LaBeouf, FKA twigs thing is problematic. It is just crazy. Um, but I'm, I'm just surprised they keep kicking it, keep delaying the case. But we'll see. We'll keep you up to date on that. Uh, congrats to your, your favorite Grace Byers and, and her husband Trey uh, from Harlem. Uh, they, they just had their first kid. And last thing, last leftover, Courtney B. Vance is going to be in the live action remake of Lilo and Stitch. So my Gen Z is happy about that. Is this something, I guess Angela Angela Bassett talked him into doing, I, I can't see, well, you know, what is Courtney B. So Vance no, going to be doing? Wait, wait. let's hope
1: she comes <laughs> out of being in Good Burger, too. So let him go do Lilo and Stitch. Stay away from Good Burger, too. Thank
0: you very much. Well, good stuff. I can't wait to see Courtney B. Vance and Lilo and Stitch. Leo and Stitch, wow. But anyway. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. All right, Tony B., you got any final thoughts? Any, any final
1: uh, anything Final, we miss uh, uh uh oh lord uh we t- oh oh you know one thing i'm going to talk about this next week and we got to pray for props from the foodies you know um he's got all these like laundry list of charges against him but now he has come out and admitted that he was an fbi informant so mm. you can forget Fuji reunion tour. it really is not going to happen
0: wow interesting interesting what about Thanks you by you got anything the FBI
1: informant. huh. And a Chinese spy. There's more. The plot you know.
0: Now, going. now when I hear what's the what's the um, ready or not? When I watch that ready or not video, <laughs> it's, it gives ready or not. It just gives a whole new meaning <laughs> to that whole spy and, and, hey, thing.
1: It might have been that far back, but hey, I'm not mad at that because. Delphonic song, Ready or Not, Here I Come.
0: That's what I'm saying. But you know that I video, mean, like it, he, the James well, Bond now, it just well, all comes together. Good he's, luck, Prize. He's on side of the law this time. Yeah, good luck, Prize. I hope he you know, because because if not, he's seeing some serious jail time. What you got, Vi? Anything else? You got anything? Uh, you know, I'm
3: looking forward to the draft. I'm excited because for the first time I think nobody really knows what's going on with the draft.
0: Good, good. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. We'll be we'll be surprised, I guess. You know,
3: yeah, you're right. We'll be. Kay. And the basketball is uh, the NBA is uh, very interesting right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of all of them is up in the air, so it's pretty good. Except yeah. for uh, two of them, the Hawks. <laughs> we know they're done.
0: Yeah. Well, I said what I said. I'm not going to say. And, again
3: and Denver is a uh, they 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 wrapping theirs up
0: too. Yeah, they're going to wrap theirs up pretty soon. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Just a couple of things. Uh, I got to say, you know, thanks for the friends who check out the podcast. But I do have to say this. I don't know if this messes with y'all or not. Maybe it's just me. But, don't you know, when people call you, they don't leave a message, nor do they text you. You just see that their name came up and you don't get, you know what I'm saying? It's like. Why didn't you call me back? That's what I'm saying. What are you
3: saying?
1: You called me when? You say
3: nothing, and if you if you want to know, just give them a call back. Trying to
0: beat them blanked they out.
1: They want me. They're gonna have to call me back.
0: Yeah, but but it's 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 like the the whole the well anyway. It's like if y'all let me let me give you a hint, okay? Leave me give a message you. or send me a text, or you're not gonna get me. I'm, I'm not gonna call you back if I don't know why you're calling. I just and I don't my thing,
3: nine times out of ten, if they don't leave you a message, yeah. they would they would just call. Me. Yeah, that's it's it.
0: because when I do 100%. call back, it's like oh, I didn't mean to call you. I, 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 it was a butt dial. I didn't mean to call you, but but leave a message. Or if you don't, if, if that's too old school, shoot me a text. Just, you know. And the other thing real quick, um, you know, America's on edge, right? America's on edge,
3: right? Oh, most definitely. America's on
0: edge. Oh, you yeah. right about that. And, but there, you know, you go to the store and, and old older people are still kind of, you know how older people might be having another conversation with somebody and then they reach over, and try to get you involved in the conversation so you can you can help them. And, and do that. not do that. Reach over, tap a stranger on the shoulder, and say, "Hey, man, what do you think?" Do. <laughs> like don't y'all don't do that. These people on edge. Yeah. Everybody's packing. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, don't do it it. Happened to me yet, yeah, but good. Good to know. Good information. But I'm just saying, <laughs> walking through the store, minding your business. Hearing a loud conversation, then all of a sudden it's coming toward you. Hey, man. Hey, hey, what do you think about? I'm like, huh? That's
3: hey, that's the Atlanta coming out of you. <laughs> <laughs> the, see, you in the south now. You you ain't you in the north. You south of Atlanta.
0: Yeah, I am. We,
3: we are friendly people down here. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs>
3: like like Eddie Murphy. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? okay. So you don't if you don't know somebody said, hey, you look do you look like they crazy? I don't know you.
0: I don't know you. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what that's The first thing I said, I looked at it. I'm like, <laughs> See what
3: I'm
0: first of all, <laughs> why you touch me? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me like that. Now, now you, you touch my shirt, but you know what I'm saying? That's, that's
3: the Atlanta coming out of you. That's
0: the Atlanta. <laughs> why you touch me? And first of and second, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, all right, all right. Ah, don't forget, follow oh, us on social media. Cool. <laughs> follow us on social media. Twitter, this is the G podcast. Video and audio is on YouTube. <laughs> uh, search us at this is the G podcast. I'm serious, y'all. These people talking, no, man. I, I, <laughs> and, you know, I was thinking about it because I wasn't going to say, I wasn't going to be harsh. I was not going to be harsh, but I looked at because I'm like, damn. This dude's packing. Everybody packing. So let me be careful. Because back in the day, I'm like, I'm like, are you touching me? (laughs) You could have
1: been packing for all they know. You in
0: Philly, (laughs) (laughs) Tanya B? You you in Philly? Is that going to happen in Philly?
1: Oh, it happens every day. This is this is the okay. No, I'm I'm, no, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about telling people where I am. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm somewhere in America. Somewhere in America. No, no, but the real reality of it is, yeah. People are so reactive, and they're so, like you said, on edge now. Their first reaction won't be "Don't touch me." Their first reaction, if they if they're packing, is going to be "Pow, pow."
0: Yeah, yeah. But I was more like, you know, first I mean, anyway. I'm not. I, I already told <laughs> the story. I'm rebringing it. It's time it. for dinner. It's time. It's that time. All right, y'all. Let's go yeah, ahead and do it. I'm Here sorry, we man. go. Well, I like y'all needed
3: it. You <laughs> Here's your inspirational moment with Vibe.
0: Okay. Help me out. Help me out in Mayberry, if help me out down here in Mayberry. Okay. Go it's ahead. Just, bro. Direct,
3: directed at you didn't make. All
0: right, here we go. <laughs> Forgiving someone sound like a simple thing to do.
3: Yet, three of us actually do it. We treat forgiveness as if it weren't a life additional option, something we can take or leave it alone. But it's not. It's a basic requirement for every believer. In fact, as far as God is concerned, unforgiveness is wickedness. The petty resentment between husband and wife, between brothers and sisters, tiny bits of forgiveness that seem too insignificant to bother with, beware. Those are the kind of debts Satan used to torment you. After all, Jesus paid off a mountain of debt for you. You can afford to be generous about the nickel and dime debts of others. Spend time with the Holy Spirit, allowing him to reveal the forgiveness in you. Remember when Peter asked Jesus how many times to forgive someone? He said, I say to you, not seven times, but seven to seven. Hmm. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, be kind to one another, tender heart, forgive each other just as God has also in Christ forgave you. Amen. 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 Forgive bro. people. Be friendly to your friend.
0: There you go. Holy Be Spirit, friendly. why is this guy touching me in Kroger?
3: Just don't touch him. Don't touch him. Hey, if you see Baker, don't, don't touch him.
1: Not in the Kroger. I don't know you.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. So, appreciate it. Thank, don't say nothing else you, B, eh? <laughs> <laughs> going to get your food together y'all good luck to the Hawks I don't know what it's going to be like but uh, I know as we as we close uh, they're about to get this thing started here in ATL good luck to them and with that y'all episode 172 is in the can we appreciate your support thank you so much y'all have a great week peace and power to the people peace yep. have a good week people win. Thank you. You've been listening to
3: the G podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.